If once you've slept on an island, you'll never be quite the same. You may look as you looked the day before and go by the same old name. You may bustle about in street and shop. You may sit at home and sew. But you'll see blue water and wheeling gulls wherever you may go. You may chat with the neighbors of this and that and close to your fire keep. But you'll hear ship whistle and lighthouse bell and tides beat through your sleep. From Rachel Field, 1894 to 1942. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for September 14th to 21st, 2018. First quarter corn moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Monhegan is an island about 10 miles offshore. It's maybe a mile and a half long and less than a mile wide. And when you step off the mail boat and set foot on the dock, you get the feeling that the island is sort of an arc, a, a microcosm of the world. All the world's troubles and triumphs, joys and sorrows are experienced there in that small place. The year-round population is about 65, making it one of the smallest towns in Maine. But there's a school, a post office, a fire department, a church, and several stores, not to mention two great old-fashioned inns. In the summer, Monhegan gets very busy and tourism provides most of the island's income. There are no paved roads on the island, no cars. There are some old pickup trucks that islanders use for work and hauling luggage to and from the boats. And there are increasing numbers of golf carts and ATVs. After the tour season is over, lobster season begins. And on trap day, many in town gather to load traps onto boats, and tough Monhegan fishermen haul those traps throughout the winter months. Islanders know that their resources are not limitless, so they earnestly protect their fishing grounds. Fresh water collects in a natural reservoir called the meadow, and after a long hot summer, water is limited, and islanders work together to conserve it. At the same time, wildfire can be a threat to the island, as a good part of it is covered by mature spruce and fir forests, with many blowdowns and standing dead trees. Islanders work together to protect against fire, too. In season, the island's beautiful flower gardens are worth the trip. And in recent years, vegetable gardens have been expanding into available space in town. Produce from these gardens feeds year-rounders and summer people alike. Proceeds from a farm stand help to improve and maintain the gardens. On a sunny day, the scene is reminiscent of a painting by Peter Bruegel the Elder, with walkers on the dusty streets, wheelbarrows and carts being pushed among ancient houses with lovely gardens, 
and the sounds of laughter and voices all over town. Here's a field and forest report. Like much of Maine, Monhegan's land was mostly devoted to agriculture and pasture until about a hundred years ago. So the forests are second growth, they're aging, and they're susceptible to disease. Dwarf mistletoe has wreaked havoc on spruce trees on the southern end of the island. And in cleared areas, there are a number of invasive species, including bittersweet, barberry, knotweed, and black swallowwort. Offsetting this all is an abundance of wild apples, raspberries, and blackberries to add some sweet to the sour. And cider pressing was underway this past week. And here's a rank opinion. Scarce water and fuel, too much traffic, declining fish stocks, and invasive species are problems faced by this tiny island, along with much of the rest of the world. Here on Monhegan, water is rigorously conserved, solar panels crown many buildings, vehicles and lobster boats are limited, and organized efforts are made to combat invasive species. Strife and disagreement cannot always be avoided, but these islanders have learned that small groups of people who know each other and recognize their dependence on nature and on each other can have effectively worked out even their thorniest problems together. Masses of people, no matter how sophisticated, who are cut off from nature and do not recognize their interdependence, are more prone to fall victim to scarcity and its partner, tyranny. Finally, a couple of seed pods to carry around with you. The first one from Captain John Smith, 1614. I made a garden on the top of the rocky Isle of Monhegan in May that grew so well as it served us for salads in June and July. And from Charlie MacDonald of Monhegan. Blessed are the flexible, for they shall not get bent out of shape. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>